Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report, and uh, we're going to have Alan Watt here on. Hopefully, we'll also make a, get a cameo. We may be able to connect to uh, VZ Lawton and uh, to Lorraine Murray, who is an amazing presenter of her information. We have some links up in today's news talking about the depleted, not-so-depleted uranium, and I consider Lorraine the Lady Diana of not-so-depleted uranium DNA landmines. Very similar parallel as uh, Lady Diana suffered great persecution of the British royals. Uh, uh, Lorraine Murray has had physical harassment, uh, you know, tracking. Everything's done here. Her computer's been attacked. Her materials, when she tries to bring them across the border uh, into Canada. But she has still persisted, and she is winning the war. In many states now, there are laws coming forward. She's exposed the poisoning by depleted uranium of Paradise in the Pa Hakaloa testing range on the Big Island, Hawaii, and how this has spread toward the beautiful beaches of, uh, of Hawaii, of the Kona Coast. This is extremely deadly, very dangerous, genotoxic, neurotoxic, and uh, globally an attack against the DNA consciousness of mankind. And so many things are coming, not only the weaponization of our food, the fluoridation of water, the preparation with the uh, scalar pollution from cell phones and electronic base stations, all of these a final death throes of the end of this age. And they have a plan, the globalists have a planned future age, but the transition even to their minions is very painful, very messy, but they don't care. They consider themselves the keeper of the wisdoms. And, of course, we're going to have a very wise uh, speaker who's on here regularly, Alan Watt, today. Uh, let's uh, continue with the dialogue that was started on your Alex Jones interview a few days ago where the globalists have a plan uh, for us, and we must seek an alternate plan, uh, Alan, for us to survive and thrive through the coming catastrophe that is uh, about to come across uh, and come upon not only us in North America but the whole world. Yes, there's no doubt about it. It's, uh, it's out in the open, really. It's been discussed and published from high-level sources to the public, and as always, they can publish their plans for a future uh, which they're not kidding about. They, they do. You can count on them. They, they always try and pull off what they plan, and they don't give up. That's the other thing, too. When you think you've beaten them at one little point, they go around it and come back again. So they plan a world where everyone is predictable, because only with predictability for every individual can they feel safe. And that's what totalitarianism has always been about, is making things predictable. And uh, however, in this new system of uh, electronic-type surveillance from cradle to grave, uh, they will feel far more secure when there's nothing we can do that isn't monitored by them. And they will bring us in uh, for psychological evaluations if they suspect there's wrong think or wrong speak or you're not quite politically correct. And um, they also expect all of the, the repercussions from the public who start to object uh, about this, along with all the other things they have planned, like water rationing and food rationing and all the rest of it. So they've planned 30-odd years in advance uh, on, on scenarios from think tanks for the Ministry of Defense and published them that they expect mass uprisings and, and flash mobs and situations where the governments will have to use uh, neutron bombs on the public. And this is all published from the highest levels. Yeah, in fact, the neutron bomb thing is quite important because as my work as a munitions forensic with the Oklahoma City Forensic Munitions Team that went from Colorado Springs to, um, to uh, go to the Uber building and come back, uh, 
Uh, there, they had removed two unexploded micronukes. There was uh, radioactive debris. They removed a C4 pineapple, thermate, RDX, and high explosive cord. We have evidence of tritium at the World Trade Center complex. Uh, we had a great discussion, uh, myself and Dr. Stephen E. Jones, about the scientific basis. Again, this is a scientific dialogue, not a conflict. And we're working hard to find out if there are other evidences of other types of layers of munitions, including the presence of fourth-generation micronukes. If, it is, if they are not present, based on multiple sample testing, it supports even more Professor Jones' thermate alone or superthermate, perhaps other types of high-explosive munitions. And if they are present, it means thermate was present plus the presence of nukes to destroy the core of the building. Uh, we're talking about a quarter-mile high of giant steel girders, 47 4 by 4 giant steel girders going a quarter mile high into the air, millions of tons of steel turned into a literally a vapor, a atomic and small tiny particle and, and uh, nanoparticle sized particles. A great deal of the building itself literally blown away. That's not in the debris pile, and even if you take into account the say 8 to 10 floors in the mall, you have to also account for that debris uh, in terms of the total floors. And it should have been a third of the initial height of the building. Instead, it was less than 10%. So we have uh, very significant and, and, and horrifically uh, damning evidence that the globalists will stop at nothing, including their simulations of Virginia Harbor. Uh, the April 27th of the 100 kiloton nuke going off with national and international forces. Uh, yesterday and Sunday, they, uh, you know, literally on Sunday when I was uh, literally speaking in Vancouver, I got material from. Fred Schwartz in Philadelphia that they had 50,000 homes delivered with a box with a U.S. Um, Postal Service worker and a Philadelphia policeman armed uh, presenting a box. With, of course, obviously the program is take the shots or get shot. And we're talking about totalitarianism. You cannot refuse these. The president passing presidential edicts. The Supreme Court now passing a, uh, uh, a literally a Bush versus U.S. Constitution a decision last week that the U.S. Constitution and the Bill of Rights are no longer relevant in terms of the war on terror. Um, and Bush, therefore, has a carte blanche, says the emperor and his edicts are the final arbiter of justice. There's no such thing as due process or uh, renditions can, be, can grab you and take you now. So all they need is the final events of a disaster of any nature and he can by personal decree without any consultation set up a total police state instantly so yeah, Alan yeah, this is pretty bad isn't it it's bad but it's already here in fact see all this stuff is just um, more dressing on what was already here it took them many many years to prepare all the, the terrorist uh, bills and the future they were going to create it took them a long time to prepare that long before 9-11 9-11 was the essential thing to pull it off, to introduce it. And they made as many covert jokes in the past, about 2001, would be the kickoff for the new system. And lo and behold, they win the giant lotto and they get their wish. And they can go forward with their great plan to take over the Middle East and standardize them as well. Um, so it, it took a long, long time to bring this off. And Eisenhower warned about it to the military-industrial complex uh, people don't realize that the biggest private corporations are not private at all, especially in the areas of technology. They're CIA-sponsored and run because they don't let uh, private organizations come up with new equipment and technology and sell it to the public without their okay. 
and they always said that technology and science would win the Cold War. Well, they didn't suddenly stop that after the Cold War. You find Hitachi and all the big boys are now in the business of, of microchips, etc. And that that's no coincidence because they've all been funded. All the big companies are all one big company at the top. And that's why the CEOs can go from one corporation to the next and take all the supposed secrets with them. In a real-life situation, if they're all independent, you couldn't walk off from Sony, walk into another place, a competitor, and take your 50 years planning with you to your supposed enemy. They're yeah, exactly. all one at the top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In other words, the, the whole idea that somehow they're separate is not true. Uh -huh. I spoke uh, uh, three and a half years ago to a Sony executive flying back from the, uh, to, uh, to New York City from Denver, and he was saying, well, I said, well, what's new? We're sitting up in first class because uh, I get a lot of extra air miles. And he was saying, well, uh, you know, we've got this new micro laser super uh, computer laptop that doesn't require electricity. It's all on these micro lasers. So that's really interesting. I said, because I have a senior NSA contact that was there in 1947 when they set up the NSA, who was a cryptographer in the Second World War, and he had a supercomputer laptop with a plasma screen in 1962 with uh, fiber with uh, micro lasers and or not circuits because I've advanced uh, technical training in some of these areas, and I explained to them exactly how they built it. And he says, there's no way you could have known this stuff. I said, well, the reason why I know it is that these technologies were leaked Yep. Uh, to these corporations, just like the NSA is an industrial spy agency for the good of the global corporatist organizations. That's what they do. Yep. Amazing, isn't it? It's the name of the game. Uh, they have all power. Don't uh, let you have it for free. Exactly. And they want to make sure they, you, they decide. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. Our special guest, Alan Watt. Ellen, tell us how we can plan an alternate future, a future that is not one where there's a vast reduction in human population, where they've turned us into biological machines with predictability, a future where they've destroyed human lifespan down to 30 years or less, a future where they plan on destroying literally the spiritual connection to our body, uh, a future where they've destroyed the DNA and our ability to reproduce except in a laboratory, uh, these futures are what they plan. These are a predator class. They think that because we don't resist their actions, we prove that we are indeed their cannon fodder for wars, their body parts of places, and they're, they're those who we will, they can recruit upward into their ranks if we're sufficiently twisted and evil like they are to do their will. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the problem. It isn't just uh, that you have a class at the top uh, of, of psychopathic inbred uh, dynasties it's also that they have so many helpers all through the different strata of society in all countries and that's a problem that's never been addressed really you see you have as many psychopaths uh, in every class system as you do at the top they come out spontaneously some of them however the ones at the top are pretty well guaranteed because the, the, the male and the female have long lineages of uh, psychopathy um, but we do see them uh, propping up down, down uh, the ladder too and these are the guys who become the shock troops and, and the, the special forces and uh, the, the, the cops uh, and the guys who do torturing um, and the saddest thing is we're looking at a situation today where there's no lack of recruits to do the torturing in these countries in the 21st century 
No, there isn't. In fact, the setting up of 80 uh, prisons at Kellogg, Brown and Root and Halliburton Corporation, the setting up of 100 civil detention uh, death camps, uh, work-to-rule camps, work-to-live camps, like they have the uh, moniker over the top of the German Nazi death camps, yeah. uh, two camps of a million, one camp of two and a half million camps in Canada for American citizens. I personally visited one in 1983. These are real, they're palpable, they're present, and they cross many administrations. So if they want to say it's a Democrats, it's a Republicans, how about it's anyone who gets to the top? That's why they try to put people out that are very viable candidates like President Ron Paul. They want to put Big Sister in, and they're doing everything they can to completely discredit or disconnect the public from really getting a proper dialogue of who and what options they have. They're giving us two different... You know, the devil we know and the devil we don't know. Well, Big Sister, I think, is even going to be worse than Bush, if that's possible. Yeah, well, they generally will put a female in when they're going to give you the hardest time. They've done this down through history with Bloody Mary and different ones because they don't really like women much at the top. So they always give you one that you won't like when it's when you're going to go through a horror show. And this is, all, this is just all propped up for the public because... I don't even talk about the political game because I have no faith in it whatsoever. It's a joke. It always was a joke. It's totally contrived. The candidates are vetted uh, from, from university onwards for their whole careers to make sure they're trustworthy, and they play the game for the public. We must get beyond this game because the big boys who are above the politicians already have. They've decided our future for us while we watch the Punch and Judy show of politics. We've got to get above the wrestling match here because that's all it is. It's, it's a wrestling match for public consumption. And we're sitting playing the band here of politics while the Titanic is sinking and we're on the deck. So we've got to stop it and get off in another way because this system is designed to collapse. The big boys have made it so. And the, the people down below still want to retain the old system which was never theirs in the first place. This was never our system. And, uh, and since I've been born, this is a completely artificially uh, uh, ordered system. There's nothing humane in this system. It's a system where money and greed and power dictates what success is. And uh, there's nothing humane in that when people get dumped on the street, uh, mental, mental hospitals get closed down and, and patients are just uh, thrown out onto the city streets. Uh, what's humane about that? What's humane about a system that dumps people who have legs amputated or children uh, as, as, as third-class citizens because they're not productive anymore? Right. Well, who wants to keep this inhumane, productive system of being a good consumer uh, producer who pays taxes to keep this elite system going? Not me. No, exactly. And see, this is the real issue is that no one, this system is basically fit for destruction so that uh, they are ready to tear it down because it's just like the Tower of Babylon. I was reading an interesting article uh, while I was uh, flying back and forth uh, to uh, Denver or to Vancouver that we are literally seeing the, the builders of the Tower of Babel plan its destruction, which is why they knocked down the Twin Towers, which are the same Supras towers before the Tower uh, before the, the Temple of Solomon, which are in the Hebrew... It's Jashin, Jashin and Boaz. It's Jashin, Jashin and Boaz. Boaz of, of the same old thing for ancient right. times. Right, and Jashin Boaz is, I shall restore in strength, which means those that build up shall also tear down, and those that uh, the cross on the front of the Knights Templar, the Knights of Malta, which run this world, the corporatists, is the galactic cross of the uh, of the ancient keepers of the knowledge 
uh, to pass from one civilization as it ends to start another. And that's what they're doing. They're getting ready to, to call the population to do all these things because they're ready to create a new civilization on the ashes of the old. The ceremony of Pahanuk, the ancient ceremony of Sumer, the ceremonies that go back to ancient Atlantis and before uh, that they have done throughout the ages, and this is not the same time. This particular disaster that's, that's, that's pending is going to be much more cataclysmic and much more determined we have to be that we're not going to let these overlords of death and destruction, the, the worshippers of the death's head, run us over the edge of a cliff again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as I say, I mean, it, Revelations to me is just a big long business plan from ancient times. Well, of course it is. And uh, everything that they predict in that, it's not a prediction actually, it's not a prophecy, it's a revelation, it's a revealing, it's a plan. And uh, everything that, that can be, they put in there can be done scientifically today, every darn thing, with no exceptions. Yeah, it's amazing, so, isn't it? Yeah. So they followed that to the letter. They knew they could do it because it's true enough. They have archives of real history, not little public libraries for public consumption. So they know the formats. They know the procedures. It's all simply sequences like mathematics. And they they know what they can introduce at one time in the past can be reintroduced again, and the public will follow that format through their logical system. It's all known in the archives. And these characters really know they've brought us to the end of this road, and they're bringing it into the new age. A few will come through, according to them, the ones that they select, and the rest will be killed off. And that's well, why you have all these gene-specific um, bacterial viral warfare projects on the go, which have been publicly um, disclosed in the newspapers in Britain. Right. In fact, they've moved all of the bioweapons that the, that the Russians had to American and Canadian laboratories. They don't have proper biosafety protections. Uh, they, they know we have XMDR-TB, the ultra-drug-resistant tuberculosis. We've got the avian flu. They've weaponized many other plagues. These are all going to be played out in the next year. That's why they plan on doing this. And people say, no, that's too extreme. They wouldn't do that. Human beings wouldn't do that. These are not the normal strain of human beings as you know humans are. And these uh, are the guys who literally planned world wars. Right. And to them, this is the third one, the third and final, the trinity. You see, so uh, the third one, we're, un- we're in it now. Right yeah, exactly. Now. It's already started. Literally, the start of the final, if you want to call it the shot, at the start of the race was 9-11. And the warm-up was Oklahoma City. We're into it. This is not a theory. This is a reality. We'll uh, strip back more Cutting Through the Matrix, which is a website for Alan Watt. CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Do get his materials if you want to know what's going on. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome to the Nutramedical Report. Our special guest today, Alan Watt. And uh, you have three volumes. Volume 1, The Androgynous Hermaphroditic Agenda. Cutting through, number two, a glimpse into the great work, and number three, esoteric unveiled and the meaning of revelations in higher Masonic tradition. This will explain, when people see this, they'll just, it'll be, if you want to call it the, uh, the deep roots of what's going on, if people see the book Codex Alum, uh, Magica by uh, Tex Mars, they can see the hand signs, but this is the geopolitical, all the signs that are embedded into our culture that show all the universities, all the political systems, all the medical schools, all the law schools, all of the organizations of all the corporations are completely and thoroughly Masonic, and all of them are subservient in this rising pyramid of evil that is planning the end of the age and planning the transition to a new world order, and many of their minions will be eliminated as the brown shirts as they transition through this cataclysm, which they have planned. 
That's why the long count was known by the Mayans. And I don't like the Mayan civilization. It's a bloodthirsty civilization, but they're astronomers and the elite there, just as the elites in our country, are really no different. They're really no different. We want to think we're so wonderful because we don't decapitate people on the high steps. But yes, they do. They put depleted uranium and poison and salt, the lands of Kosovo, of Iraq and Afghanistan. They send millions of our young men and women to be polluted by vaccines and depleted uranium. They destroy nations and worlds. They divert money away from health care and natural wellness into toxic drugs. Literally, they will not repent. And as it says, like in the Bible of their pharmakia in Revelation 9, uh, this is very obvious. They have a plan to kill, steal, and destroy, and it's going step by step like a, like a Deutsch step directly over the cliff of our end of our age. Yeah, it is. And uh, as I say, they know it because they planned it. That's why they break down eons of time into ages. And um, India is even more specific because they have much longer histories and all of this. And they have uh, about seven previous ages that they have in their records. Uh, the old Druids, according to Tacitus, who recorded the Druid religion for Nero, when the Romans went into Britain, claimed the Druids uh, said there were three that they had on their records, three previous ages. So uh, these are just eons of time. Right. So you think even things like the Trilogy of the Ring is not supposed to have been uh, just uh, a theoretical study. It's an actual study in the nature of control of civilizations down through history. So that's one of the reasons why people are organically attracted to the Trilogy of the Ring because when he when this was written it was based on historical fact not on something that was abstracted just in the imagination of one individual yes and it also had under the guise of elves and pixies and fairies and so on the, the different classes of humans as they call it because they have us all classified into certain categories right so an allegorical form which is pretty typical of what they do yeah and they also try to create those which is why the lords would not properly feed their, pe their people and from the 12th century the height of the average person in middle England dropped from 6'1 down to 5 foot 2 inches mm -hmm. uh, because they, they malnourished them on purpose to create the, uh, the, the, uh, the different they're doing class. the same now that's what's so, so amazing about this watching this is they've gone after the entire protein supply of the planet um, even the ministries of agriculture apart from all the foods they've altered and the cattle and pigs and so on by putting human genes in the pigs and, and uh, tampering heavily with the cattle they've also, I watched one from the Canadian Ministry of Fisheries our tax money again hard at work and they were literally injecting the altered DNA uh, attached to E. coli they use E. coli to, to, to insufflate basically um, uh, this particular gene right into the fish they're taking the fish out the lakes, altering them, putting them back into the lakes and uh, that gene eventually replicates itself through the entire fish so they're, alter they're going after the entire yeah, they're actually trying to change our DNA too. It's not just changing yeah. the fish. When they put scalar pollution out there, they, we know that, for example, when they convert the air to a plasma with barium salts and aluminum, they can actually send scalar signals that epigenetically can switch on and off your genes. They can insert into your thought set or experiences and emotions like fear. They can actually change the genetics of crops and other things. And Morgellons disease is a scalar uh, pathogenic pollutant. It literally is introduced just like we had Lyme disease, which is a bioweapon. This is a new class of pathogens that is a scalar 
a DNA epigenetic controller. It literally controls or changes or switches on and off and then generates even new DNA sequences by controlling the cells. This is the extent to which they will go, and they will use technologies that we don't even think in our wildest imagination exist. Mm-hmm. And also, um, there was a program special here on the public broadcasting one rainy Sunday I watched, and uh, it was about the World Wildlife Fund. Have art, they have arcs. They call them arcs which are big cryogenic laboratories where they have stored the genes of every original plant, animal, and insect on the planet and have three worldwide, which they say they will keep in case of world catastrophe. Yeah, they have one up, and I I heard it in all the altered stuff. Exactly. In fact, they have this uh, arc. I've seen one actually in a cave system in uh, Norway. Uh, So they've got them prepared. They're literally ready to destroy the life on Earth. I had an interesting argument with a uh, with a professor of chemistry when I gave my presentation. Nikola Tesla, over almost a century ago now, uh, basically said that uh, before Marie Curie uh, discovered radium and, of course, they discovered polonium and all these other radioisotopes, he stated very categorically, Nikola Tesla, that it was very simple for him to use scalar technologies to convert radioactive to non-radioactive materials. And this is not just a chemical change, it's an actual change to cause a rapid degradation of radioisotopes so that it would not be radioactive. You can be determined if they released a pollutant like this, that at the same time they must have also uh, have a technology to neutralize it so when it's spreading worldwide they can cleanse the earth. And they have these technologies before they release it, just like the avian flu or Lyme disease or any other pathogen. Yes, and it's, it's the old Star Trek stuff of reseeding the planet. Yeah, it's terraforming. Yeah. Terraforming the Earth. In fact, I call it the reptilianization of our planet, the serpentization. And, of course, we know of uh, the Luciferians as the, the serpent class. They consider themselves the only humans, and the word hue is Welsh word for, for serpent. Uh, and that's why the Magna Carta was not written for the commoners, because they were not allowed to own property, only the lords, and only they quote humans. People have appropriated the term for everybody that belongs to mankind, but in fact, in British common law, and the basis for all the common law of all the nations from India to Russia to America and Canada, it is based on human rights, which means those are of the serpent class. And so the British Authorized Registry, or the Bar Association of the Lawyers, they are one step below a knight and one step above a gentleman and that's the reality the reality is the queen and the royals and all of the others are still in firm control and they have now reabsorbed america into the fold yeah and they did it a long time ago that's just it too right. very cleverly and slowly and carefully yeah yeah so tell us more about this alternate future how do we make a choice and move forward with actual actions that will give us an alternate uh, alum well, there's no magic wand to please everyone because, as you know, a lot of people, an awful lot, maybe even the majority of the public, will go to the bitter end of this road trying to keep hold of it even as they're sinking. It's all they know. And unfortunately, it's all a lot of them want to know. You cannot save everyone on this planet. Um, and what we have to do is start to reevaluate what it is to, to be truly, truly uh, all human uh, in the real sense and humane in the real sense and what our new values should be natural values instead of this shark infested um, system they call democracy or civilization this is not civilized no. uh, this, this is a degradation of, of the spirit right. it doesn't list anything up at all 
Yeah, even uh, during the decency of battle in the Middle Ages, people would go off and have their honey mead, and they would uh, go and stay in the same inns. Uh, and there was some degree of decorum that were not the destruction of civilian populations. What we see now is literally an absolute disregard for civilian populations and the daily discourse of international corporations poisoning us and uh, the uh, uh, you know attacking and destruction of millions of civil citizens in Iraq, Afghanistan, and now a planned nuclear attack against the population of Iran. Uh, this is an abomination. It is a degradation of society and morals publicly and of our leaders down through the ages. It is going to culminate in the termination of the leading class. Their, their days are numbered. to the Nuclear Medical Report, and our special guest has been Alan Watt, who will be on regularly, because without a very sharp intellectual uh, mind cutting through this uh, understanding of this dialectic of confusion, because the average menial mind would say, no one would do that. They wouldn't be both doing good and evil. They wouldn't be setting up this dialectic of balkanization and confusion. So at every level, even up to the university levels, you only have access to 4% of the total database in the public uh, arena. That 96% is on a need-to-know basis controlled by the globalists. They are the keepers of the, quote, sacred knowledge, and they consider the rest of us profane. And with the rise of the Internet, with the rise of the education system, many of us are becoming aware, which is why they're in a panic to poison us with weaponized food from the World Trade Organization to spray our food with sulfur fluoride, to bathe us in electromagnetic scalar pollution, and to destroy our future. And literally, their attack is against consciousness and our DNA. It's against our autonomy and us as a sentient cognitive being. And their plan is to destroy that future. So we do have a plan for an alternative... Uh, please give us a summary of some of the steps we can take, uh, Alan, to kind of start looking at an alternative future to what they're planning. We have to, each one of us has to decide individually what life is all about or supposed to be about or should be about. Right. And it isn't just buying and selling and, and profiting and getting to the top. That's the same old system. Right. That's all we live for is some kind of reward and approval by the, the elite uh, you're back into the same loop. Uh, we have to get a different way, another way completely. And we must also find ways to recognize the deviants within society, the psychopathic types, that, that simply will start the whole thing all over again. Um, we must also demand, and this is a demand, uh, we must demand that all of those who get positions over us in, in legal format and positions in politicians, anyone who can make any rule or law affecting us that we supposedly uh, vote in or they serve us, these servants must be uh, given the psychopathic uh, test to make sure that they're, they're ordinary people and not psychopathically inclined. Uh, <laughs> that's a must-be because Absolutely. most of them are psychopaths. That's just Yeah, it seems to rise and to become more psychopathic. We have Marianne in Arkansas. Your question for Alan Watt or myself. Go ahead. Yes. Good afternoon, Dr. Beagle. Beagle, um, as always, I appreciate you what you're doing so much. Uh, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. And there has been a tremendous uh, call for fasting and prayer. Uh, Bob Schultz that WeThePeopleFoundation.org has called for June the 1st to be a national day of fasting and prayer. And I want to read one scripture from Jeremiah. If you will remain in the land... 
then I will build you and not pull you down. I will plant you and not pluck you up, for I relent concerning the disaster I have brought unto you. I'm hopeful that God will hear our cry and deliver us from the hand of the enemy. Yeah, we're we're in a very desperate time, uh, and as I say, uh, the ultimate answers are going to be spiritual. I happen to be a messianic believer. I really think that prayer is very important. It brings us back to basics. We aren't always cl- clutching and grabbing at the next thing we can buy or the th- next thing we can consume. We start to connect to living things around us, like the beauty of the forests or a good walk on the beach. We start to think about other fellow human beings in other countries, and the idea that we need to be strong but independent nations that can help because you can't give what you don't have. And if your nation has been impoverished like they are planning by bringing in uh, an uncontrolled immigration into America, they'll impoverish it and bring it down to a second world status that'll have no dispensable wealth except that in the hands of the globalist billionaires. And that's what uh, they want to do. They don't want to have an independent uh, people who fear the Most High God, who want to do the right thing, who aren't, quote, religious, but they're more spiritual, and they really do care about their fellow man and other living things on their planet. That's what needs to happen. You're right. Prayer is absolutely essential for people to get back to the basics. I think what they have to do, too, is realize it's not just for the land, it's for the lands. Because right. you reap what you sow, and you can't be uh, furnishing the people to go over and cause dissension in other lands without expecting it to come back home. Absolutely. That's the other key to it as well. Most people want to save their own little hemisphere or little place or home. And we've got to stop thinking like this, because what we do to others will be done to us. Just yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a simple process. You, uh, you know, People can call it the law of the universe. I consider it you know, judgment. I mean, you do these things, eventually it comes back. You see people, they steal things, they get things stolen from them. They do evil, and evil comes upon them. Uh, it's basically the way the universe works and the way judgment works. And uh, the globalist leaders that have consumed our populations, that have literally bought and sold people and souls, have destroyed the health of people, have crushed down the profession, so doctors are afraid to speak out when they're, they know that they don't know what they're doing. They know this. They know that they haven't read the product inserts when they're giving vaccines. They know that these drugs are dangerous. And now more and more physicians are realizing that neither the drug companies nor the regulatory boards or the medical schools will protect them when they're finally sued for the sins of their their mentor drug companies or medical schools for what they did. And this goes on and on. It's in every single profession. We see it in industry. We ship industries to China. They pollute us, and the pollution blows back in California. We wonder why the people are choking, not just from car exhaust, from pollution from industry we ship there, while we also impoverish the public and they don't have jobs. Uh, it's a, it's a, we need to realize it's the end of the road. We can no longer say, if we just can go home and rest and watch our television and have our beer, we'll be fine. It's not going to work anymore. We're at the end of this age. We're at the end of this, of this period of history. It's not the end of the world, but we have to choose an alternate future. It requires action and sweat. Yeah, and it, and it does take a, a, a real big mind shift to get away from the old uh, paradigm of me, my family, mine, and, and realize that we're all, you know, we're all concerned here. It concerns everyone across the whole planet. Right. And we can't play their warring games anymore because they supply the leaders to every side, and they always have. Yeah, like Karma Karzai, the Unical executive, is now the uh, 
the uh, president of uh, of Afghanistan. Of course, they met in Crawford, Texas, and said to them, to the Taliban, you know, we set you up, we gave you arms to fight the Russians, and now we can decide to carpet your nation with uh, depleted uranium or with gold. What shall it be? And I guess because they were destroying the crop of, of heroin that the MI6 and the globalists want to spread around the world for a trillion dollars, they decided to carpet them with depleted uranium and destroy the, the genetics of their children and cause them to have birth defects to, to crush their nation like they have done to Iraq. And again, they crushed Babylon so they could build Babylon up. So we can see the rise of Babylon in the very plans of America and the globalists while you see them destroy it. And you also find a lot of, you see, even if the Bibles in the West are censored, and they have been censored with each publication done through the centuries. Sure they have. That's why and you have you to get you find it. old Psalms that have been removed where they talked about those who came through from the previous civilization. And uh, if you read the old Hebrew texts, you'll, you'll find that they were hunted down by the people in the deserts because it, and they ran and lived in caves. And that's why they started all over again with secret signs and passwords to recognize each other and start the whole thing all over again. Right. And in fact, uh, they have uh, sequentially, step by step, that's why they've inbred, that's why they've maintained these signs. They've changed their names. That's why when you look at the pictures and statues of Nero, if you go to the, the Louvre or you go to Italy, you'll see Nero looks exactly like Bill Clinton. you say, that's really uh, strange. It shouldn't be strange. They're the same bloodlines. If you look at George Bush and Bill Clinton, they're they are related on eight sides in their family trees. And many of the pharaohs of Egypt, we know this because we've found their, their, their wigs in their tombs. They were red-haired or blonde-haired, as were some of the kings and queens of Sumer. So, uh, and they wore the, the black wigs that came from the, the ordinary people's um, hair that, uh, around them right. to disguise themselves. So, yeah, these characters have been around for a long, long time. It's so bizarre, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just so bizarre, that, and, and, and we, we have now caught on. We have got you. Uh, you shall not uh, escape our grasp. You shall not, uh, and we'll even recruit among your own, because what they're doing is they're trying to tell the police and the military, oh, you're safe, just do our will, and we've got a nice future and a nice fat pension. No, they have a mass grave. In fact, the first to go are those at the upper echelons that are supporting the capstone. The first to go are the police and military, because they plan on replacing them with cyborg, uh, super soldiers that are part human. They plan a replacement with UAVs, unmanned aerial vehicles, and remote-operated vehicles. And they plan on culling the population. They're the first, not the last, on the menu. Alan, you've done an amazing analysis. So we need to choose an alternative future, become first aware, read the materials, get them, support Alan, go to CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Literally, Cutting Through the Matrix. You need to know this material if you want to have an alternative future but you're the master of your own fate. Thank you, Alan. It's a pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Do stand up and speak out, because if you don't, you will be silenced forever.